Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. And welcome to First Strike, First Look here on a Tuesday as we get ready for Saturday's card with the main event being Marlon Vera against Dominic Cruz. Should be a very intriguing matchup there and really overall a sneaky good card to help us break it all down here on a Tuesday. Let's bring in our guy Lou Finicaro. Of course, you can follow him on Twitter as I do at Gamblue and the host of the Bout Business Podcast. Lou, great to have you on here on a Tuesday and you and I were talking a little bit uh, before we were getting ready to do this show here, and it really is a deep card and some some fights that are being carried over from last week that didn't make it for one reason or another. So really, uh, this is one of those cards that might be sneaky good for the people out there that might not be aware here on a Tuesday. Well, I, I, first of all, Dave, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, I watch this show each week. You do a great job. Uh, you and Britain uh, do a, a super job, and Jordan, last week's guest, was great. So getting into this, this is great Tuesday. It's such an early look in the week that the feelings aren't quite uh, refined, uh, but they're all there. And so as far as these fights are concerned, it's a totally underrated card, and there are five fights. The top five fights on the card are all very bettable fights. Well, let's get right to the top then, because when you talk about Dominic Cruz here, this is obviously one of the best uh, bantamweights we've ever seen in the history of the sport. And now advancing in age here, taking on Marlon Vera. And he's a decided dog in this one here on a Tuesday. So right now I'm seeing a DraftKings plus $1.80. Marlon Vera, if you want to go with, with Cheeto, he is minus 225 right now. What do you make of Vera here against Cruz? Do you think that this right now is a little bit too big of a price, or do you think it's going to move in the direction of, of Cheetah? Well, the way I track it, Dave, that it, it opened that Vera was closer to 185. So it's mm. already gone up a little. I think it continues to go up if I'm monitoring um, how I think the fight will go and how I think the public's going to react to it. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, this is going to be a fascinating fight because they're giving Cruz a, a, a guy that's kind of like his last two opponents, uh, experienced guys that are going to come at him. And that's what Vera is going to do. Uh, the issue for Vera will be he needs to get active early, even though this is a five round fight. And for Cruz at 37 years old, after the two major knee surgeries and 
bodily attrition he's gone through, is he going to be able to be athletic enough to maintain the force field around him that it's going to take to be able to stick and move against a young Ecuadorian fighter that's aggressive and is going to try and corner him into the fence and inflict damage? And I look at this, too, because I think for those that remember the best days of Dominic Cruz, you wonder if he still has those days uh, going forward. It feels like a, a knockout or a stoppage submission from Cruz would be unlikely. And it's because you look at the, the price tag here and the total right now, the over four and a half here, minus a dollar ninety five, the under solid money here. If you think it's going to be a stoppage one way or the other, plus a dollar sixty. Is there a pathway for, for the dominator to get a stoppage? Would it have to be by decision if you wanted to go with the underdog? Yeah, and I th- and, and that over four and a half open one sixty got steamed right to almost two hundred. So mm-hmm. you know where people what people are thinking, and so the market thinks that Dominic doesn't have much power, and I think that he doesn't have enough power to crack an egg for crying out loud. It <laughs> Dominic's deal is going to have to be that his fight is mental. His fight is with his legs and the force field and to try and play matador to a charging bull, get the South American kid hot, bothered, frustrated. That's Dominic's game. Can he do it at 37? I I think that one thing we know about Vera, he's fought less time than Cruz. He holds the Bantamweight record for most finishes as a UFC Bantamweight. Oh, by the way, Vera's not been finished. So it's a tall order for Dom. Yeah, he is as tough as they come. We saw that with the Sugar Show. He found out firsthand just how tough Cheeto Vera is. So you can understand why right now that money has come in on Vera here at minus 225. You mentioned how maybe this this card, some of the names on here, you look at a guy like David Onama now. He is a big, big favorite here, minus 275 against Nate Landwehr. What do you make of Onama now as the co- featured event of the evening here and almost a $3 favorite. Do you think this line moves in his favor or is this the best number you're going to get right now? If you think uh, David's going to get the job done here in his early UFC career, you know, they're going to steam Onama and, and there's interesting uh, fight strains here. Landwehr beat Ludovic Klein. Ludovic Klein a week ago beat Mason mm-hmm. Jones a 155-er, Onama's debut fight in the UFC, he went up to 155, fought Jones, and fought him competitively. Onama is a killer striker and a top-five talent. Soon as James Krause teaches him some takedown defense and how to handle some wrestling. He's extremely green right now. He's green as a cucumber. This kid, <laughs> Landwehr, the, the win against Klein makes him legit. Now, he's also a little chinny, Mr. and Mrs. Ross, that means if you hit him early, he goes out because <laughs> he's been out a couple times in the first round. And Onama is profuse with power. So another fight with great stylistic matchups. I tell you, if Landwehr sees round two, Onama's in big trouble. I'll tell you this, mom and dad are always picking up what you're putting down, Lou. So Chinny is not a good thing, as mom and dad are now quite well aware. Uh, let's talk about Devin Clark here. Uh, a small dog here, plus $1.35 against Azamat uh, Mirzakhanov here. Mirzakhanov is minus $1.55. Which way do you think the line might move before we get to Saturday? Yeah, we're late. That line been moving. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it opened uh, Mirzakhanov about 160 or so. It went up. 
actually at the apex yesterday, 20 hours ago, I just checked before the show, I released Devin Clark at plus 145, as high as I think that plus money was going to go. It's now 135, and it's going to continue to drop until... I think fight time. And so I would advise people to get, if you're interested in Clark, get him early. Why would you be interested in him? You'd be interested in him because even though he's seven and six in the UFC's fought killers, he's got some great momentum going for him. He also left familiarity of the Midwest, went to Denver to train with Blades, Gaethje, Usman at team elevation to get ready for this fight. Momentum, experience, it all adds up to a real advantageous position for a guy that I think is in is going to win a fight against Mirzakunov, who's a Russian 11-0 fighter, and but he comes in off a win against it, it is Kui. Please excuse that pronunciation. <laughs> he comes in when he was getting beat in the fight and he got a flash knee knockout. I, I just think Clark's going to be too much for him. And we'll see a PhD in MMA awarded on Saturday when Clark beats Mirzakunov. Oh, I love it. The education for, might happen there. Uh, and we'll see if Devin Clark can cash with that plus price tag right now. We mentioned how this card is interesting because there's a lot of fights on it that were scheduled for other fights, right? Other fight cards that got canceled for one reason or another. Cynthia Calvillo against Nina Nunez is one of those. Uh, Calvillo right now still a $1.70 favorite over Nunez at plus $1.45. Does it change any way that you might have handicapped it the first time around, Lou, when it gets backed up a couple weeks uh, or, you know, as much as a month in this case? Yeah, not not in this one, because the questions about Calvillo still remain. Uh, we don't know her motivation. Uh, she used to be just a savage, mean tiger, but she incurred some beatings fighting up too high. And uh, she finds herself really kind of a, a rudderless ship. I don't know what to expect from her. Nina Nunes, we can project all kinds of mismanaged focus. She's a mom. She We just saw her wife or significant other, at least Amanda mm -hmm. Nunez fight. And Nina was there with the child. And so there's distraction in their life. That said, Amanda Nunez looked pretty good. The new camp looked like it was working pretty good for her. It's probably working pretty good for Nina Nunez. And Nina Nunez is a tiger. I think if she's motivated, she could be live. Uh, it's early in the week. I, I plan on peeling the onion back a little bit more on this particular fight. You know, it's so interesting, Luke, because this is a fight that we did last week on First Strike with Ariana Lipsky, the, the queen of violence, against Priscilla uh, Cachuera. And you liked Cachuera a week ago, and now Lipsky did not make weight. The fight gets postponed until this week now. Lipsky still is a $1.90 favorite. I'm assuming does she still have to give up some of the purse? And the reason why I asked that question, Lou, is I, I look at motivation sometimes, and it looks like, you know, if you just there's no penalty for her missing the weight, they basically gave her an extra week to make weigh-ins and make this weight. Now, does that change anything from the Lipsky side here? Because I know you liked Cachuera a week ago. Yeah, that, that that's great. You mentioned that. Not only that, but we caught Cachuera plus one fifty at the highest price she was all week, and then it, it closed when Lipsky missed weight and the fight fell apart. 
where Cachoeira was plus 135 or so. Now, a week later, Hocus Pocus, it comes mm-hmm. out, and now uh, you're getting Cachoeira plus 160. It, it, this one smells to me. But at the end of the day, I have to handicap the fight and not the market move. I trust my ability to handicap the fight, and I still handicap this fight as Cachoeira being rough, uh, round, premeditated, slow, but mean as a junkyard dog. And Lipsky is a little more precise and proper, and I don't think she matches up well at all. I don't give a hoot about the reprice or what anyone in Vegas is trying to do. They're making you pay more on Lipsky this week than last week, that's for sure. I don't care. I think they're chasing a puff because I think Kashiwara now is even more PO'd that they're giving Lipsky every chance to compete, and Lipsky doesn't belong in the UFC. And it's debatable whether Cachoeira does, because the loser of this fight's gone and the winner probably remains. I'm still banking with Cachoeira. I'm going to wait and get her at the highest price. That is fascinating uh, takeaway right there. So, again, before you make those wagers, realize those price differences from a week ago. Look, the first fight of the night, you got Ode Osborne back in there against Tyson Nam. Uh, you've got uh, Gerald Merchardt is going to be fighting on this card against Bruno Silva. Uh, you really have a lot. Of a- Angela Hill is back in there against Lupita Godinez here. So is there any other fight on this card that really captivates you on a Tuesday? Yeah, the stylistic matchup between Merchardt and Silva is fascinating. Uh, Silva is a guy that just got done competing with Alex Pereira took him to a decision and, and, and fought or, or maybe got beat late. But I mean, he gave him everything. I was so impressed. I was able to attend the press conferences for that fight. This Silva is a bad hombre. That said, when he gets beat, he gets beat by sub. Five of his seven losses have been via submission. What is Mearshart? Mearshart has no power, no striking ability, but if he can find a way to run around the ring, like, uh, like a track specialist and find his way into the second round and, and get this fight to the ground. It's Mearshart's fight. I have to regard at this early stage in the week, Mearshart is a live dog. I just want to see where that line goes. Plus 240 right now if you want to take Gerald Mearshart here. Uh, let's see where that moves on Friday. And Lou will be back with us on First Strike on Friday to help further break down these numbers. But Lou, before we go, the Bout Business Podcast, when the people listen in each week, what do they get? Yeah, we're we're on a tear. Finally, it's been a slow start, but you get a synopsis of the week's bets with as well an accounting of what we've done in the past. Moving forward week by week, we keep count of everything. It's about business, and so we invite you to listen in. Uh, but I can tell you, if you're listening to these shows, first strike and first take, you're getting most of the information anyway. And once again, Dave, want to appreciate uh, you and Vison and Britton for having me on. These are great, awesome opportunities. Uh, Lou, you're the best. And again, uh, your picks are anything but chinny, mom and dad. Very solid each week on the Bout Business Podcast. Lou, already looking forward to Friday. Thanks for taking the time here on First Strike, First Look. Thanks and good luck to everybody. There he is, everybody. Lou Finicaro. So join us again on Friday for the full hour of First Strike on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.